This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. You and you were best friends until he started calling you Tina. That's what I thought too. He hasn't even been that far into the show. Yeah, yeah, welcome to Expanding Horizons. He likes to get his abuse in early. (laughs) The word is surely. We always say, oh, surely that will happen. Or surely we'll do that. It's kind of weird. It's like some weird cult or something. Surely. Um, (laughs) The cult of Peace School. I don't know, surely. 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 And I remember thinking initially, well, uh, we don't do any work here. (laughs) (laughs) And then I don't know what sort of experience she's going to (laughs) get. Yeah, that's right. Given we don't know what we're doing half the time. You guys give each other a look whenever you drop it in, though. Yeah, yeah, it's like, are you can believe you're saying that? I can't believe you're saying that. (laughs) Surely Surely it'll be a good show. Surely. Expanding Expanding Horizons. And kia ora and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. This is a very special Expanding Horizons today. My name's Stu and sitting to my right is Colin. How's it going, Colin? I'm well, I'm well, Stu. It's another day in the studio, isn't it? Another day. (laughs) No, that's all good, though. Another day, another series of problems. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) New problems. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But it is nice to know that... You're on a steep learning curve, aren't you? It is nice to know that we've got a new computer in the studio, right? Yeah, and that's a new awesome. a keyboard and a, and a wireless mouse. With the same old people. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. But it's good that we're moving into the... Uh, like, it's 2023, right? Yeah, we're moving into the yeah. 1990s. Not 2010. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> no, all good. Well, they, do, they do a great job here. Yeah. They are wonderful here at Plains Island. Every single person in here is a wonderful person. Yeah. Now, there was a reason why I played that sweeper to begin with, with yeah. our very good friend, Tegan. Tegan. And I nearly called her Tina. You did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Tegan. Because she was once on our show, wasn't she? She was once on our show, or once or twice or six times on yeah, our show. Yeah, that's right. And she had a little short series of shows here at yeah, Plains, she didn't did she? Her, her Christmas show, and we were guests on one of those. Yeah, that's right. Which was very flattering. And that... <laughs> They were the building blocks to her media career. That's right. Which she's, is stellar. She's a super producer in Auckland now. Mm. She is, isn't she? Mm. Now, the reason we're talking about that is because we have some students in uh, the studio today. Yep. And some an older student as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And so we're going we're gonna to have a chat, aren't we, to some people and see about their interest in radio and, and other things. Talk about some music. Yep. Talk about some movies. Mm-hmm. Some banter. See what's happening. There'll be lots of that, won't there? Yeah, that's right. A lot of them have got Riz right here. (laughs) Riz? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I have no idea what that is. It's the word of the year, isn't it? Isn't that a wash powder or something? Yeah, that's right. It's the word of the year, Stu. It's the word of the year. It's what the kids are all saying on the TikTok. On the TikTok. When were you last on the TikTok? I was never on it. I just heard someone talking about it once. (laughs) It's short for charisma. Short for charisma. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you spoiler. No. We could have dragged that out for oh, a few sorry. minutes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk all about these kinds of things, mm. won't we? We will. Are yeah. we going to play a track to start? Or? Well, we could play a track, but we didn't set anything up no. in terms of us, did we? No, no track from us, but we can track from the guests. Okay. We could hear from well, the guests. Well, we need to hear from them. They can do a bit of an intro, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's. who are, who are you, where you're from, and what do you do? Um, I'm Logan. I'm a year 10 student at... Lincoln High School, and um, I really enjoy the outdoors, and pleasure to be here. Yep, excellent. Uh, I'm Samuel, I'm a year 10 media student as well, in Stu's class, and uh, 
interest in uh, movies and games and stuff. Right. What sort of games? <laughs> Online games, get, computer yeah. games, not board games. Nah. Okay. A little bit. Hey? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yep. Hi, I'm Delora. Um, I'm from America. My parents are here on sabbatical, so I'm at Lincoln School until January, and then I go back to Oregon. Back to Oregon. Yep. Uh, hi, uh, I'm James. I'm one of the media teachers over at Lincoln, and I'm here for the ride. Here for the ride. <laughs> here for the driver. So the, <laughs> he's the Uberman. Yeah, there's no there's no free lunches here. No, so that's right. None at all. If you're in studio, you're on here. You've got to talk about yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's right. But it's, <laughs> it's great to have everyone in the studio. Yeah. I'm interested to hear all about all these different things, people's likes on music, people's likes on the outdoors. And maybe, Delara, what you're liking or what you're thinking about New Zealand compared to, like, Oregon, yeah, home of the woodlands. Is that right? Up there in Oregon, got a lot of wooded wooded areas. Do we have a track by one of them? We yeah, that start good, out. I'm having real fun with these headphones. Yeah, yeah, right. So what, what track have we got, Stu? That... Well, this, this one's from Jeff Buckley. Oh, Jeff Buckley. So maybe, maybe Delara can talk about this. Somewhere. Yep. Delara? Swap this around. Um, What's this song mean to you and why did you choose it? So my friend actually back in America, she, they recommended me this song. Um, they actually got me into Jeff Buckley um, back in December. And I really like Jeff Buckley. And it's kind of sad that he died. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the artists that I really like have died. But um, <laughs> So if you're a musician out there, do not have Delara like you because it's the end of your time. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. I really like his music. I know he wanted to be remembered by his music. And yeah. Okay. All right, let's do this then. This is Everybody Here Wants You from Jeff Buckley. And you're on a very special Expanding Horizons on Planes with them, 96.9. Locked in the 
now cause love I sit here proud Even now you're undressed in your dreams with me Right here on Otatahi Zone, Plains FM 96.9. All right, you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM, and it's the usual chaos with Stu <laughs> and Cole and a whole range of people. And usually it's me. Yeah, I love Am that. I, right? I love that autoplay stuff. It just, yeah. just makes you know me how, smile. You know how it's helping you, that autoplay. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, every, everything's helping me today. Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> yeah. just going to say, autoplay is making your life easier by not having to click. It just does it for you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. When you don't wanted, want it, to I just do wanted to set up a playlist. Yeah, that's I all I wanted to do. Anyway, that was Jeff Buckley with everyone. Yeah, no, not everyone. Everybody here wants you. Yeah, mm. that was Dolores's choice, yeah, right? Nice so, Dolores, my question is for you. Then, moving from Oregon to New Zealand, what's your what's your vibe? Um, 
Well, I was actually born here in Christchurch. Um, mm, that is the incorrect answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. Sorry. But, See, if you'd done your research, Cole. Why well, don't you just mouth? <laughs> Sorry if I didn't probe you for, with questions yeah. about your... We have plenty of people coming here that you've only just met. Yeah, no. And then, yeah, anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, my, my parents, um, they're exchange students. I mean, I don't even know, but that's actually kind of bad. I should know this. But my mom's from Indonesia and my dad's from Turkey. And they basically came here. They met in Lincoln and I was born here. And we moved like a bunch of places. But yeah, so I'm not too, it's not too like different moving somewhere. So I'm not like, wow, this is such a culture shock. But um I don't know. There's, it's 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 like an experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now I have another probing question. <laughs> you go for it. The cure. What about it? I was just going to ask that too. Yeah, that's a great shirt, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I, just saying, Dolores is wearing an awesome cure shirt. Is it a tour shirt? Has it got dates on the back? No, it's not. Unfortunately, when I went to the concert, they were really expensive. So I was like, what merch? Yeah. Expensive at a concert. Who would have thought it? <laughs> hey, that's yeah. where they're making all their money, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. Carry on. Um, yeah, I love I love the Cure. I have like a couple of CDs that I've listened to like multiple times. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah. Over. Uh, it was the Disintegration album. Oh yeah. Over and over again. Um, I remember the first song I listened to them was um, "Is Friday I'm in Love." Mm-hmm. It was a cover by some. I don't remember who, what her name was. My mom had it like downloaded on the pot iPod, and then eventually I like listened to the actual like the original song like a couple years back. And I think like recently, not recently actually, it's like a year ago. I really got into them, and then I went to the concert with some friends. And you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it great, really Rob. Cool. I remember um, back when I was well, I just left high school. You used to see a whole load of um, people with posters of like the cures boys don't cry. And it's a photo of um, you probably remember this, James, don't you? Um, it's a photo of Robert Smith from behind with all his hair and he has his guitar pointing to the left. I don't know if you've ever seen that poster. Uh, you should look it out. Like everybody had that boys don't cry poster. Awesome. Great I think, song I, too. I think I do I think I do know what you're talking it's about. It's a great song too, Boys Don't Cry. I like the uh, Three Imaginary Boys and um, Killing an Arab, great song. Yeah, Stu's not. It's quite, It's about um, existentialism, I think. All oh, right, so right up my alley. Is that yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Stu be all over that. No. Existentialist that you are. Hmm. Oh, so that's really good. Yeah, so he's cool. in The Cure. Cool I'm just going to say one more. Um, who else have you seen that's really that really blew you away, gigs-wise? Oh, wait, like seen live? Yeah. Oh, actually, The Cure's the only band that I've seen Oh, live. well, if you're going to see... If only ever going to go to one concert, I think that is a great concert. Yeah. I had a feeling you were going to say New Order then, but I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Do you know New Order? Uh, I the know band? them, but I haven't listened. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry. you got nothing to say about that, have you? Nope. Nothing to say. Right. Nope. Next. What have we got? Spin that microphone around. Who are we talking to Whoa, so everyone knows? Samuel. Samuel. Right. Samuel, what's your song of choice? Uh, it's... Piano Man by Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And have you seen Billy Joel? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was just walking past before. <laughs> yeah, that's the he just walked out. He had a big piano on his back. Did you just see him? Oh. It's it amazing. <laughs> Again, we have all sorts of people walk past the studio. We right? do, right? Yeah. You stare out the window and... <laughs> hey, it's Billy Joel. See the world walk past. Um, um, sorry, go on. No, here you go. I was just going to say, so Piano Man, how did you kind of connect to this song and... 
what does it mean to you and that um, kind of thing? I was in the school production a few mm -hmm. months ago, and uh, like it finished, and we'd go into the uh, changing room and we'd like huddle around, and the song would come on and we'd sing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a community group kind of action. Uh, Everyone kinda, liked yeah. it. Yeah. That is awesome, right? I wonder how you. What so, would be our song if we sang it together? Oh, I'll have to think about I'll that. Think one. about that. We yeah, can, yeah, we yeah. Can come back because we might need to do that either pre-show or post-show. Is a bit of a wrap up or a hype up. Okay, all right. We'll think but about that. We need that. a song. We need our song. I was just going to say, in the nineties, I saw Billy Joel. Of course, you did playing musically, <laughs> not just in the street carrying his piano. Yeah. But um, that was great. Yeah, you know, I really. Who were the it. support bands? Oh yeah, I can't remember that. Sorry, sorry, amateur act, right? Yeah. I'll look it up though. Shh. I'll check it out. I was just going to say though, it's I think it's off Glass Houses. His this song, Piano Man, I think it's off the album Glass Houses. Is that right? I might have to check that out. All right, let's do it anyway. Sorry. This is Billy Joel with Piano Man, and you're on Expanding Horizons. Talking with David, who's still in the Navy, 
and probably will be for life. Expanding horizons. Well, I thought I was being clever, and I wasn't. <laughs> so nothing new in any nothing of that. New. Is that right? I thought I know how to stop this from happening. Yeah, but anyway, didn't know. That was Billy Joel's "Piano Man," and you're on Expanding Horizons, and that was Samuel's choice mm, as a track. So Quite Samuel, classic track, right? It was a, it was a classic, wasn't it? It's got mm. a bit of everything. It's got a bit of harmonica in it. I think there's a mandolin in there somewhere, right? Maybe someone on a quiet tuba. What do you think, James? You sound like someone breaking down a recipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great song. Salt, pepper, garlic. And we're thinking it's off the Piano Man album, not off the Glass Houses. Oh. Someone. So Samuel worked out, I think. So Samuel, movies. They're your thing of interest. Here's uh, the big question, right? The big <laughs> yeah. question's coming to you. Favourite movie? Probably uh, A New Hope, uh, the original Star Wars film. And I, I like that because... Uh, like the, you can tell it's low budget, but you can always also tell that there's been a lot of thought put into it, and a uh, heart, and uh, it was something that I guess was kind of uh, new back. Mm-mm. New back in 1977. Seven, well, yeah. no, whatever. <laughs> kind of, not really. It's inspired by a lot of other things. Yeah. 
uh, I think it contains all of those great. It's it's like a western in space, right? Yeah. You know, you've got the, you, you know, like those old nineteen fifties kind of westerns where you've got the yeah. good guys wearing the white hats. Yeah, got the bad guys in the black hats. Mm. Right, and unless instead you're a stormtrooper, unless you're a storm, well, yeah, that's true. But don't, <laughs> don't poke holes in my analogies, mate. Because <laughs> they were white. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they had white helmets. But but you know what I'm getting at here, right? Uh, no, not really. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so in those old westerns, we had the you know the the good guys, the bad guys, and um, I guess it, yeah. instead of gunfight, the OK Corral, you got the lightsaber fights and the great technology and yeah. I thought the, uh, it was stylish, right? The, um, the stormtroopers when you saw them, mm. you know, in the opening scene when they board yeah, the, the um, thing and they uh, shoot, yeah, yeah, terrifying. And then Darth Vader walks in. That's right, and terrifying. Yeah, he was amazing, wasn't he? Mm. That voice and all that kind of. I was going to say to you, right? With number, is it Princess Leia or Princess Leia? I think it's Leia. Is it in that first one? Is it? I'm just I checking so. because I think they call her something else. I think yeah, they well, they call her Carrie at one point. Do they? Mm. Oh, no. the end. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. No, I thought I thought that in the opening bits they call her Princess Leia. Oh, they might do. Not Leia. Oh, I don't know. Leia, just checking. Leia, Go back and watch it. Potato, potato. Yeah, I'm just well, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. There's definitely a, a blooper where I think Mark Hamill calls her. Carrie, right? Carrie Fisher, yeah. And they were so young in it, like Mark mm. Hamill. How young was he mm. in that? You know, and yeah. um, career defining for it. What else had he done? I don't I know, know if he'd been in anything before that. He did the Muppets afterwards. No, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, the voice actor and a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the Joker, of course. So he's done he's done plenty after. Yeah, but, but before that, but in voice acting, yeah. But it is great, and the opening scenes, you know, with this. The script rolls up the the screen. Yeah, I think that was inspired by like Flash Gordon or something like that. Mm, there you right. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the music, wonderful, right? Mm. Yeah. Distinctive. Am I right, James? Or your mouth and stuff <laughs> at me. Yeah, I've always um, been a uh, big John Williams fan, and you know his score for um, the original trilogy has always been you know well it's an iconic movie score i think even if you're not a fan of the actual movies you can't deny the contribution john williams has made to cinema and uh, especially with the other films that have come out whatever people's opinions are on those films whether it's the prequel trilogy in the you know late 90s or the disney films that have come out in recent years the you know, John Williams, he's been consistent, consistently mm -hmm. great. Yeah. And, I mean, some of the, I think some of the, my favorite track, I think it was Duel of the Fates that came, I've, sorry, I've just turned away from the mic here. Uh, mm -hmm. Duel of the Fates um, was from The Phantom Menace, which is one of the probably least popular films in the series. Yeah. There you go. So that was great. So Star Wars. Stu, do you have a favorite movie? It's a real million-dollar question. It's so hard when you like. Well, um, I always go back to rewatchability, right? So how many how many times do you think you've watched The New Hope? Like ten or something. But yeah. I haven't watched it in a while, like and, a few years. And do you so ever get to... tired of it though? You ever... uh, no, hmm. not really. 
So for me, it's always going to be Pulp Fiction, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's that's because it is really rewatchable. Mm -hmm. And I still find new things in it when I watch it. Um, and I've introduced some other people to it recently. And, and then we're always able to have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. and this is, I mean, Pulp Fiction's 1994, right? Mm -hmm. And so been around forever. But um, introducing new people to it, then they, they get a kick out of it. And we're able to discuss aspects of it. Mm -hmm. So I always come back to that. But I do like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well, the other Tarantino film. So that's right up there. But it depends what day, right? Donnie Darko's a film I love. Mm -hmm. Fight Club's a film I really love. Uh, I've talked a lot about... Um, oh, what's the, I've talked a lot about this film recently, um, Under the Silver Lake, which is a 2018 film that I discovered only this year, which I really love. What um, about The Green Knight? You watch that a lot. Oh, well. The Green Knight's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, alien aliens. Mm. You know, the again, it depends on all these movies are quite equally ranked depending on um, how you feel and in the mood. And, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess for my own filmmaking as well, Pulp Fiction's been was well, always an inspiration to me. Right. Yeah. Not that I fancy myself as an excuse. No, no, no. But you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good to have, well, it's always good to have mm. something in the back of your mind for a nineteen ninety nine film. No, for a nineteen ninety nine four film it's um it's quite timeless mm -hmm. yeah it's quite interesting mm. right. anyway not appropriate for a young audience no and if you're young don't watch it yeah until you're old until you're a bit older yeah yeah and then you can absorb it and appreciate the mm. nuances mm. or just hate it i mean it's yeah cool. you don't have to like it so subjective films so well subjective. someone asked me the other day about what's my favorite songs and then i gave them a list and they started listening and and I said, you can't tell me if you don't like it. Well, mm. and essentially because, you know, if you don't like it, it's okay. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah, it doesn't yeah. change how I see it. No. Or how no, I feel no. about it. No. You know. Music is so broad. Yeah, well, movies so, are the same. Books yeah. are the same, aren't they? Mm. Mm. You know, like you like it, you, you like it for whatever reason. Because mm. it relates to you in some that's way. That's right. And if you've never had li the same lived experience, then maybe you can't relate to it in the same way. No. No. I often think that about... Um, Locked stock and two smoking barrels and right. maybe snatch, right? Mm. If you've got that kind of background where you've met those kinds of people or you kind of get it, or there's got actors that you've seen in other movie, TV shows or something, yeah. you get it in a different way, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Some people are like, I don't get this because mm. they haven't had that lived experience, right? Too true. Right. You're so wise. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Next one in the line. Who have we got? Logan. Logan, what's what's going on with you, Logan? What's your music choice? Um, I've got Punching in the Dream by the Nathan Famous. Yeah, which we had a little preview for. Before. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Stu was just trying to give us a taster. I, I was just getting ready. Give us a trailer for it. I've just learned that if you change tabs, it just plays automatically. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> right, so we, shall we hear this song? And then when we come yeah. back, we'll find out all about the outdoors and what, what you like about the outdoors. So this yeah. is Punching in a Dream from the Naked and the Famous, and you're on Expanding Horizons.
to Stu and Cole. Right here on Otatahi Zone, Plains FM 96.9. All right. So, Logan, that was Naked and Famous with yep. their track. Oh, I've forgotten the name of the track. Sorry. A Punching in a Dream. Punching in a Dream. Right. So, um, how did you come across that song or um, that track? I was just doing some photo editing for Chicago and I was listening to random songs. On so, Chicago, Spotify. the school musical, yep. right? Yeah. School musical, yep. And I was just going through Spotify, found it, and I really just liked how it was. Is it the kind of normal genre that you would listen to? Or? Sort of, but yeah, I have quite a wide range of songs I'd listen to usually. Okay, and that, but that one just stuck with you, right? Yes. <laughs> every now and again, every time I can Spotify, I'll be one of the ones I play. I was just going to ask that if you're a Spotify user. So what were your minutes? Um, 28,000, but I had a new account. So. Ah, right. And... Um... And what was the number one track? Um, I believe it was Green Day. I think it was Holiday. Right. Green Day. Okay. It's a wrap-up that Spotify do. It's in oh. the, in the, just all your stats from the year, basically. I think I got a um, an email about that the other day. I know someone who had something like 86,000 minutes. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I just deleted my email about the wrap-up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so the outdoors, oh, Logan. I oh, sorry. Say, my number one track ended up being Black by Pearl Jam. Really? Yeah, which I was really surprised about. Oh, okay. I like the song, but I'm not really a, I'm not a huge fan. It wasn't yeah. even, wasn't even um, Strange, no, what's it called? It wasn't even a Radiohead track. No, that's interesting. Weird Fishes, not Strange Fishes. It's yeah. something else. That's interesting. Mm. I was, anyway. I thought you were going to tell me that the um, Black, the artist. No. With uh, the sweetest smile that ever did. No. Melt the bat pats in the butter dish. No? No. Okay. I don't, right. know, what, I don't know what you're talking about. No, you <laughs> would do. Right. Okay. So, Logan, the outdoors. What um, do you like doing in the outdoors? Tramping, a bit of hunting. So, yeah. where do you go tramping? Um, we've, since I have a batch on the West Coast, we've been doing quite a bit of tramping around there. Mm-hmm. During Christmas, we're going to be doing some down by Hukitika. Oh, yeah. So, where on the West Coast is the um, batch? Lake Brunner. Oh, right. It's okay. really nice there. It's even though it gets a bit busy over Christmas, we just like relaxing there for a few you weeks. You take the boat along? Or? Uh, yes, we have a boat there. Yeah. It's quite fun to get yeah. out there, fish on the shore. And, right, right. Yeah. Do you go there in winter? or? Um, not usually during the winter, but oh, okay. quite a lot during the summer. Is it like off the off the grid? Um, it used to be, but it's getting quite bigger late run. Is there a lot more people yes. building in? Oh, okay. You could spot around 30 Malibus at one time, which are about $300,000 each. Is that right? Just cruising around. It's interesting. I was watching um, this Alaskan bush people a couple of weeks ago, and they were like, they're moving house, the, the people in the show, right? The family. Have you seen the show? I've seen a few episodes. Anyway, it, it, and he's going like, you know, I built this house here 30 years ago, and there was nothing around. And look, and he turned it around, and it's just like a suburb beyond his beyond his boundary there's a whole suburb oh. you know and um i'm just wondering if that's what's kind of going on down there probably um yes yeah, sort of but it's mainly more people just visiting over oh, okay. the long weekends but right. still enjoyable taking there yeah and so you, you do a bit of hunting as well are you a, you hunt with a bow or with a gun um with a rifle yes right yeah, okay I do that with dad a lot and what are you what are you hunting for um deer Mainly, but in Lake Brunner, where there's a forestry area at the back, so we can get a permit from Naitahu Forestry. And, yep. um, yeah, 
Here's some pigs as well and some goats out there. Oh, yeah. Now, I remember I was going to say way back when I when, when I was out in Western Queensland and they used to go pig hunting out there, but they used to just hunt with dogs. They are big dogs too because some of those pigs are proper big. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember seeing photos of them hanging them on the side of the truck, right, on, on a, like, oh, yeah. on a crane arm and the truck and the pig would go down to the ground and along the ground. That's a proper size pig, hey? So, do you, and you eat those? Yeah. Um, curing them and uh we send them off to the butcher but uh we do cut them up and butcher them right and send them to take the meat away. same with the deer Pardon? same with the deer or yep. you're talking about the deer yeah deer as well cool cool yeah. right nice now james did you bring a song along yeah we'll swing if we swing that one around all right did you bring a song along i i did Bring a song on. <laughs> Do you want me to talk a bit about that song? You can. What, what song was that, James? So this is a um, song from a band that pro- most people probably haven't heard of, but it combines uh, three things that have always been a constant part of my life, which is music, uh, movies, and video games. And so the band is the Proto Men. And they're a band that I think are originally based out of Tennessee. And they um, have only put out two albums so far, and this is this track is from their second album, Act Two, The Father of Death, and part of their whole uh, shtick is that they um, have created this rock opera that um, is going to span across three albums, which is their take on the Mega Man mythos, uh, which is an old video game series. And they've only um, done the first two albums so far. I think the second album, I don't remember when it came out. It's been a few years. And they have quite a small but extremely dedicated fan base. And the, this, this, uh, the Proto Men, they really do... Um, they are that group that are really in it for the fans and for the love of the music because... No one knows their real names, and they have their stage personas. I think the lead singer's name is like uh, Raoul Panther. Mm-hmm. So that's a persona that he's made up. And they separate their personal lives from their lives uh, in the band, and they work day jobs, and that's how they finance things. They're an entirely um, they're entirely self-funded, and so when that third album comes out, it's going to be when they can find the time. Because, um, I mean, the last few years have been hard enough for uh, people in the mainstream industry uh, when it comes to music. So for the small independent people, it's been even harder. And uh, so, yeah, this is the Proto Men. Right. Are we ready to go there, Stu? Oh, maybe we'll give it a whirl. See what happens.
first. It's interviews. It's live music. It's commentary on pop culture. It's grown men getting upset about nothing. <laughs> it's serious. It's fun. It's an eclectic mix. It's getting up, getting down, and getting outside. And you can do it with Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons. Live every Saturday at 3. And repeated at 9 p.m. on Thursday nights. Right here on a Ototahi Zone. Plains FM 96.9. Yes, that's our self-indulgent trailer. It's a good one too, Stu. It is good. There's lots there. There's lots there. That's Expanding Horizons, anyway, in a nutshell. That's what we do here. And we've been doing lots of interviewing today. And James, do you want to tell us, you can back announce what that track was, if you want. So that was Light Up the Night by the Proto Men. And it was quite theatrical. Oh, it yeah. was. And this made me think, Stu. Mm-hmm. James, what's your take, then, on this kind of modern, um, I don't know, theatre, movies? The kind of vibe that's going on, the kind of cinema. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good <laughs> way of putting it. That's what you want to call it. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, that's one of the reasons why I, I thought of this track, and um, uh, you know, I often have discussions with um, you know with Stu, with students at school, friends of mine, about you know what um, what is showing at the movies, what's worth going to see, and. Uh, for the past 10, 15 years or so, it's been Marvel. 
It's been quite a thing, hasn't it? The universe creation. MCU. And uh, as we've been seeing uh, over the past couple of years, we have reached that decline phase and movies aren't making the money that they're they're used to. And, you know, this is a pattern we see with um, every other cinema um, trend, whether it's with uh, crime, uh, with uh, westerns. Westerns is always one that comes to mind for me. Uh, I remember back in the early 2000s, we had the the fantasy phase when we had Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and then you had things like Twilight. Uh, And I often find myself thinking, what's going to be next? And uh, one thing that seems to be, um, it's actually surprised me, uh, video game. uh, Adaptations. Yeah, adaptations of video games into cinema have really been hitting the mark with audiences recently. So we've had things like the uh, the Detective Pikachu movie. Recently we've had, um, what's it that came out this year, the Mario movie. Would you uh, include Squid Game in that? Was that a, was that a... I think it was, was just, that... I, I always oh. felt like that was inspired by a Japanese manga called uh, Battle oh. Royale. Right. Um, which is uh, not suitable for all audiences and i'm not condoning it but i would never tell people to go and check that out so i was going to ask you then james um is this a realization by the general public do you think that games have a lot more or or to offer or more serious than just you know kind of things that occupy children's minds i think they've certainly become a lot more ubiquitous um i mean i'm a i was born in the 80s so Games were becoming more, uh, far more accessible. It was much easier to have a home console. But I grew up in a household where, you know, my parents would allow us to play video games, but only for limited windows. Whereas now, my mum, who's in her 70s, has games on her phone. And mm-hmm. um, this is the, you know, so... I was uh, going to say, the accessibility, that, that obviously relied a lot on the... Um you know, the performance of the console, right? Because they were, once once you got plug and play, people were more you know, inclined to use or spend money on something if they, if they know it's going to work, right? Yeah. I remember the Amstrads and the Commodores of the old days, Stu's probably remembering those, and you'd put a tape mm. in and you'd walk away <laughs> and load it and come yeah. back and find, yeah, oh, I've got to rewind that tape. And We had one of those when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And, and they weren't reliable, right? Mm. And so as soon as... You know, those consoles were more cartridge-based, I guess, if you're thinking of the Mega Drive. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's, and I always find it interesting to ruminate on, you know, the the social movements that accompany these trends. And, you know, because prior to home consoles, if you wanted to play games, you had to go to the arcade. Yeah. If if you want to go and play Street Fighter with your mates, you couldn't just jump on Discord. Yeah. You, all had to, uh, you all had to go down to the arcade and you'd, uh, you'd have to stand in line and wait your turn. And there was like an etiquette. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a social occasion. And that was something I only really experienced the barely tail end of, really. But um, yeah, when you had that movement to um, home console, you had that immediate death. Almost, almost immediate death of arcades. Do you think the etiquette has changed when it comes to video games? Well, now that people are sitting in their home, 
Well, how, how do you mean? Oh, I don't know. When you said there was an etiquette in the in the arcade, you know, you're oh, waiting your like turn, doing all that. Yeah. Waiting your turn, do you think that, sportsmanship. I, I, I can't imagine people raging and kicking machines because they lost at Pac-Man. But I certainly hear people raging well, if you, I think of members speak, of my family. You and, I, you and I were speaking about this earlier, how um, when you when someone can hide behind a microphone and a keyboard and mm. their anonymity, <laughs> yeah. there's, um, you get a lot of unpleasant, toxic behavior. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I used to do um, at a previous school I worked at was I helped um, coach uh, an esports team and I had to learn to play a game called Overwatch, mm-hmm. which meant long nights. You boys nodding? You, you've been watching that or you what, you play that? No. I've heard of it. You heard of it? Sort of, no. sort of more of like a progenitor for games like Fortnite. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> some of the things that were said to me by people who I've never met before would always make me raise an eyebrow. I, think I was just going to say, you, you know, earlier this year I was reading um, The Psychology of Crowds, which oh, I can't remember the, the Frenchman's name who wrote it back in the turn of the 20th century. But an, anonymity was one of the big... Mm. Um, you know, kind of issues there within, and I, I guess, um, you could apply that in some way to the anonymity of being in your own kind of space, whether it's your bedroom or, or whatever, when you're playing those games. Mm. In saying that, what made me think as well, Jane, mm. is that there is a there is an eth- uh, there is a um etiquette when you're in kind of big mosh pits. Yeah, you know, if you go to gigs you know, like a lot of those early punk gigs and all that kind of thing, mm. you know, and a lot of that kind of early 80s hardcore gigs, mm. um, even now, mm. there's an etiquette. It's not just about getting in there with your elbows and your knees and thumping other people, right, because yeah. you, you wouldn't last five minutes, yeah. you know. So there's an etiquette, but people don't realise that until they're in that space and they've learnt that. Yeah. And I, I just think maybe people need to learn some etiquette around that game play. Or interaction with their peers. Well, I think it's been funny to observe how etiquette with generations has changed as we've um, moved more into the screenager generation. But that's a fairly vast topic, and maybe something better saved for another day. Another day. Yeah, yeah. It's been good, Stu. We've wrapped as as always. I guess before we go, if there's a shout out anyone wants to give to anybody, yeah, you shouting out to anyone. Um, want to say hello to your folks shout out to my mum Carol yep. yeah she'll be listening in just yep. yeah give it, grab yep. a mic what do you got Samuel uh, shout out to my parents as well yep <laughs> all um, the people of Oregon who were yeah, listening in to, to my friends to my family anyone who's listening to, to your fans did yeah, you say fans <laughs> no I said my friends no I sound like fans to me I mean same thing oh, I, oh yeah they're all fans <laughs> of you right see boys no. you've missed that opportunity to give a shout out to your fans as well. And James. And James. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Kimberly and Monique who will be on the way to Queenstown with yeah. a group of year tens. Yeah, all right. Nice. Brave bravery award for those two there. <sighs> and um thanks for coming in, you guys. Yes. It's been a great show. Yeah, it's good. It's been great. That's and as always, Stu, a big shout out to Stu because he is an awesome and he is the brains behind this show. Don't worry <laughs> it's about true. that. It is true. It, I'm not kidding you. Yeah, I'm not true. kidding you. It's been a bit messy, but we'll we'll tidy That's it up. That's all right. Sometimes, as usual. Sometimes life's like that, isn't it? Oh, life is see, messy. I just said before you were so wise. Oh, yeah, words yeah. of inspiration oh, for everybody. Yeah. Like no one's ever said that before, right? Just me. <laughs> just me. Just me. Right. right. 
So it's probably about time, Cole, that we got up. Got down. And got outside. And, uh, but we'll see you again.